With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Monday, February 21st. It is President's Day, which means many of you have the day off. Mark just said to me that I've picked the wrong profession if I was looking to have national holidays off. But Mark... I cover financial stuff, which means there are only so many stock market holidays in the year. This is one of them. And I think there's only eight. So I'm kind of hopeful that I can continue to sort of duck in under the radar, unless there's breaking news of some sort, some corporate thing that emerges. But that doesn't usually happen on the weekends or during national holidays. So I wish you all happy President's Day. And I would like to remind you that this is the program that attempts to take the mystery out of your financial life. And we do that by encouraging you to reach out to us and ask a financial question. So easy to do. Go to jillonmoney.com, that is the website, and click the Contact Us button. And we'll get your note at the end of the form that you're going to complete and be very methodical and give us lots of information there is a question. Would you be willing to come on the show live? If it's a yes, we're going to try to wrangle you and Mark does all the work. Today, we are talking to Rich, who is on the line from Denver. Hi, Rich. How are you? What can we do for you? I'm very good. Good morning. I and my wife, we are in our uh, late 60s. I'm 68. My wife's 66. And we're pretty well set for retirement. We are retired. We've been retired for a couple of years now. Uh, but we're heading into this period of uh, an inflationary period, and I'm not so confident about guiding my own investments through what I fear is going to be a long cycle of in- inflation. Uh, mm. uh, being 68 years old, I lived through inflation the last time around in the 80s and 90s, and it was rough and it was long. Yeah. And I'm wondering what uh, advice you might have for somebody like me. Okay, sure. So you've been retired for a few years. Uh, Are either of you collecting pensions? No. Okay. And are you collecting Social Security yet? No. Oh, interesting. So you got a bunch of money saved. That's what I'm intuiting. No. How are you retiring then? How are you supporting yourselves? Well, we have a little bit of money here, but uh, we're living on our savings. But how we do it is a couple of ways. We try to keep our finances as simple as can be. And first of all, we have absolutely no debt. Mm -hmm. And that helps a lot. We own our own home. We have a plan for Social Security. We have a plan for long-term care, and we have a, a small pile of money. Tell me about the small pile of money. What? How much is there? Uh, $2.6 million. Hold on a second. Mark, 
this is the thing. Now what's going to happen, Rich, is you are going to get the haters out on us right now because you said a small pile of money and then you described that as $2.6 million, which I think it's inarguable that that is not a small pile of money. It's a pile of money. It's a pretty big pile of money, especially if you don't have any debt. So how much does it cost for you to actually run your household every month? After tax dollars is 87 grand a year. Oh, I like that you have the number. Are you some sort of spreadsheet king, queen? No, but I sure have given this a lot of thought. Okay, fair enough. So right now, I'm not calling it a small pile. I'm going to call it the giant pile of money. What of the giant pile is already been taxed? How much do you have in non-retirement savings? Almost none. Really? So you're pulling money out of tax-deferred accounts right now? Yes. We have an IRA uh, tax-deferred and we have Roth IRAs and we're pulling money out of the uh, pre-tax IRA. How much is in the pre-tax IRA right now? one7 Mm-hmm. A million, but six hundred thousand of that we hold as cash. It provides a lot of of comfort to us, but it's a big part of our long term care uh, plan. Okay, tell me about that. Like, how do you think about that long term care plan? Well, we both applied, my wife and I, and and I was accepted. My wife was denied, so I have a long term care policy. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, once the insurance industry decides that I was uh, worthwhile insuring, they tried to sell me more insurance than I asked for. And I took them up on that a little bit. And I feel like I have a pretty good plan, but it'll only pay for part. Part is better than zero. And uh, how much is the house worth? Uh, between eight and 900000 It's going up every time I look. Mm-hmm. You've got 1.7 in the IRA and then about 900 in the Roth. And of the IRA money, 600 in cash. Correct. Any other assets, um, rental property, anything? No, nothing. Zero. Is there anything in the portfolio right now that scares you specifically? I mean, besides the 600 grand that's in cash, which scares me a little bit. Well, uh, the 1.1 million is in uh, the Wellesley Income Fund, which is primarily a bond fund. And I'm afraid it will suffer with rising interest rates. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. In the future for Social Security, what is the plan in terms of when to claim and how much would you guys receive? We'll defer it until 70. And when we're both receiving it, it'll be 69 grand. We do have an out here, but we, it sounds to me like we have a, like, you know, four years where you're going to have to suck some money out of this account, right? But then at age 70, the amount you have to withdraw is reduced, right? Correct. Okay. How much money just in cash out of the retirement account? Uh, Very little, just some money in our checking accounts, not enough to matter. Okay. Is there any reason that you have thought about, because I'm sort of thinking about this, that right now, um, you know, you're pulling money out at this, you're you're essentially in, I guess, the 12% tax bracket? Yes, correct. Yes. Is there any reason, I'm asking Mark this, that you think they should actually take more out and pop some of that money in the 22% tax bracket now, Mark, and get that money out of their IRA in case rates go up? Or do you think it's fine as is? I'm thinking it is. I just want 
Yeah. I mean, like the money isn't cash. It's a ton of money in cash. I just think that that's one of the problems that I'm, I'm, uh, when you talk about inflation, one of the big problems is the cash for sure. I'm not as worried about the bonds. I mean, I think, tell me about the allocation. If you've got one point, so again, out of the $2.6 million total, you've got 600 in cash, 1.1 in Wellesley income. And then what about the rest? Is that in stocks? Uh, it's in the Wellington fund. So I have two balance funds and a cash fund. I guess if you really want to th- consider this, this is going to freak you out a little bit. Stocks do pretty well in an inflationary environment. Uh, and so maybe you would want to tip a little bit into some of the, some of the, at least take some of the money out of the income and maybe just go into, you know, dividend producing stocks. I think that might be worth your while to consider. I'm not so concerned that you are going to get hammered with inflation. I think that, you know, you're in this very strange four-year period where you're sort of self-financing. Like, had, had if I could have gone back in time, I would have wanted you to work a little bit longer. But I don't think you're going to run out of cash. I really don't. I mean, I, I don't think you're going to run out of money either. I think that inflation is going to reset but it's probably going to reset at a level that is higher than what you probably anticipated when you retired. So if inflation was running at, say, 2% when you retired, okay, it's now 7.5%. It's not going to stay at 7.5%. It's going to be like pretty ugly for a, a bit, but it, it's going to settle back down. Whether it settles at 3% or 4% by the end of this year, it's going to be just kind of rough. And then next year, it's going to go a little bit lower. When you run the numbers, if you look at your own retirement planning, if you ran the numbers at a two, let's call it a 2.75% inflation rate, I can almost guarantee you won't run out of money. Almost, almost guarantee that. And is there any reason why we have to like bail out of the Wellesley fund or the Wellington fund immediately? No, but I would almost suggest that if you had a little bit more in stocks, not a ton, a little bit more, uh, then you might actually be well rewarded for that in case we are wrong about the inflation prediction. Right now, Wellington is 65 stocks, 33% bonds. That's fine. That's totally fine. Wellesley Income Fund. Here we are, portfolio and management. Okay. So that fund is the flips. It's more bonds than stocks. It's 60% bonds and 40% stocks. Still not bad. I kind of feel like maybe if you were interested in, and it would be a little bit more risk, but because you have so much cash, I don't feel so bad about this. I would like you to consider this. Vanguard has a fund called the Vanguard Dividend Growth Fund. Okay. I mean, it's a large cap fund And I think that it has, you know, it's obviously focusing on dividend producing stocks. And I think I would say that I would like kind of look at this and say, like, maybe if you put like 10 percent from the from the Wellesley into this fund, I'd feel comfortable with that, especially because you have all that cash. But that's about it. I wouldn't do much more. I guess you could add a commodities fund. But eh, you know what? It's like I don't want to make yourself crazy either. But I think that's about all I would do. If something were to happen to either of you, um, you would be able to self-insure to some extent, but you really would plow through a lot of money. So everyone stay well. How about that? Is that That's your other instruction. 
Well, thank you for that. I, I've considered the dividend growth fund and all, and I, I try to, um, I actually try not to overthink things and I try to do nothing most of the time and mm-hmm. it's worked out pretty well for me here. Uh, so I, I do appreciate the advice. I realize that I'm holding an awful lot of cash, but I've looked, uh, I've had some illness in mm-hmm. my life, though I'm doing very well now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've looked at the true cost of long-term care and of my 600 grand in cash after tax, that's about 400,000 if I needed it abruptly. Yeah. And it could take the better part of all of that if either one of us needed long-term care. Oh, no, listen, there's no doubt. If you need long-term care, you guys are going to be under serious pressure and there are going to be different decisions you have to make. There's no doubt. You know, what we want to try to make sure is that we're balancing the risk with the risk of losing a lot of ground to inflation and not being able to live your life fully should you not have an illness. You know what I mean? So that's the balance here. Do you guys have um, children? No. Okay. And what about estate planning? Uh, We have uh, the standard wills and uh, medical provisions. Okay. All that is done. I mean, you feel comfortable doing this yourselves right now. Are you the main money manager or is your wife also on board with all of this? Oh, she's on board. I'm the main one, but I make sure that I'm not the only one. Oh, very good. That's exactly what I wanted to find out. I really did. I wanted to make sure that you guys were communicating with one another because that is the only other thing that maybe breathes a little of anxiety into the situation when one doesn't know what the other is actually doing. So good for you. Is there anything else that we can help you with today? Well, is there an alternative uh, it, for the cash? I'm in the Vanguard uh, federal money market. Is yeah, there? I mean, there's probably like a little bit of the better cash management option, but it's not going to be a lot better. And oh. so if you really desperately want to be in cash, you're going to get this like literally it's going to be one or two or five basis points. It's not a lot. And that's one of the problems, right? We wish that I wish you could have more, but it doesn't. I don't think you're going to be able to really crank it up if you really want a cash position. There are some better options. They have some enhanced money market products, and you can certainly talk to the folks at Vanguard about that. But I do think that uh, it's not going to be compelling. Let me say that. Okay. Well, great. Uh, Thank you very much. I really appreciate your expertise and your time here. Well, we thank you for hanging out with us. And if you would like to run some scenarios past us, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. And we'll be able to walk through some of the, the risks and maybe kind of poke holes in your plan, but maybe also cheerlead a little bit and say, hey, good job. And I will say, that this episode, which may have started as the small pile of money, I believe that it is a large pile of money. And so I commend Rich and his wife for doing that and accumulating that. So if you want to get a small, medium or large pile of money working a little better for you, again, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Okay, do something nice for someone else today. And remember our mantra, grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 